0: I'm 39. I, I graduated from high school in 2003. And I, I guess I could have. I mean, I could have grown up here, but my, my mom was born here, but her family emigrated to America. So instead, I grew up in the uh, American Midwest, where in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was um kind of grim. I mean, you had like the, the what you might call the sort of... Allison Chain's backwash bands, like uh, Three Doors Down and Stained and Disturbed. You had Creed. I mean, I remember the last semester before I got my driver's license, having to listen to ride the school bus and listen to fucking Creeds higher every thirty minutes at a minimum because, like, that would just. Song in rotation like that They were in a sort of Jason Statham Creed. crank situation
1: <laughs> If I don't need to Take me higher By Creed In the next 30 minutes uh,
0: I was excited about The second Eve 6 album Which in retrospect Is terrible and <laughs> so believe I believe you were Disappointed by that
1: maybe. I mean yeah It's
0: weird I went back and listened to it And there's one or two songs Where musically I'm like ah, I kind of like this But the lyrics are uh, It's embarrassing I, I, Not only was I so excited about it I found a leaked copy On Napster And downloaded it with ISDN And thought it was fast as hell Because it was like 7 kilobytes a second So that's my latest 90s early 2000s experience in america okay. and then like and then i, I don't know i discovered mp3 forms and found out about like interpol and my brother made me listen to the smiths and stuff like that but i mean at the time what was popular was pretty bad and what wasn't bad was very much like college radio relegated to you could only get it in indie record stores i remember encountering the new pornographers and asking the clerk at this because the, the, i heard the song and he's like yeah this is this band but. Their album is only available as an import from Canada. Like no American label has released it yet. And you couldn't get it off Amazon. So like stuff was still hard to get. Music being too gay for general USA. (laughs) You have to smuggle it in from Canada. I mean, people forget how hard it was to get stuff if it wasn't released by a major label or if a label had just decided to not distribute it enough. And so I bring that in as preface that, like, yeah, this if this was a thing that was happening that was like producing number one hits, it certainly sounds um, what's the right word here? a lot more enjoyable or interesting than what was producing number one hits in America at the time. And I say that as someone who Mm. has not only seen static x and slipknot live but actually met them i hung out on the (laughs) tour bus with with static x because i I, my school newspaper managed to get me a fucking pass to go Uh, you know it's bad when they're giving interviews to the school news well yeah granted it was the bassist was just out of the kindness of his heart was like yeah I'll, i'll talk to these high school kids and we we got to we got to do an interview and i learned how wayne static did his hair which probably means nothing to you guys unless you care about weird shitty I can't even genre wise like like a uh, static x was like white zombie backwash the way that like 3 doors down was allison chains backwash but wayne static had this hair that stuck straight up oh, like okay. straight 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 up he was he was a Schwartzkopf cop was, sponsored athlete I imagine this is this is like I'm speaking a fucking foreign language right now.
1: Well, I'm hoping that we'll speak our own foreign language now and we'll yeah, have yeah, you yeah. leave as like Basil Nate. By the, so it's going to be like a makeover show today, essentially. It would have been, been Norwich, Nate, unfortunately. So even weirder. I'm uh, fucking Nate Bethate. We're going to have you dressed from head to toe in um, yeah. Like, I will talk a little bit about the f- kind of UK garage fashion. But the, mm. the crucial thing to know for in terms of, you know, making you over is that. Um the men were like the peacocks in the scene. Like women wore like mm. nice kind of but quite pared down black dresses and mm-hmm. heels. But like nothing showy, really Ooh, yeah, smart, yeah. smart and sexy. As all the mm. um, all the like UK garage flyers and the radio adverts, which are like a whole subgenre in themselves, they're all voiced like this, you know. Come yeah. down to Belsilton tonight, <laughs> um, and they're gone for about sort of five minutes at an incredibly fast pace, like the sort yeah. of small print at the end of an advert. For, that yeah, you know, I've like, heard stuff. Tons of the good stuff. Pop- yeah. like, like that, but in a garage voice. Mm. Um, but yeah, smart and sexy is the look for men. You're wearing like baggy uh really quite expensive designer machino avarex iceberg history kind of stuff with like massive colorful prints of like the like looney tunes characters on and stuff it's it's incredibly unsubtle this is really mm -hmm.
0: completely no points of reference for me i was (laughs) joking with one of my my other show co-hosts about um the Tasmanian devil sportswear craze in the nineties in America, but that was mostly for kids. That's a very different thing. The idea of the (laughs) sort of like, like, you know, <laughs> Tiny Tune Adventures X, a Bathing Ape, the sc- like screen print design yeah. on a shirt. That's yeah, that's n- exactly, no point of reference. you're yeah.
1: exactly right, though. That's what it, it's like all over print, like because that was um, mid '90s in America. Ali G yeah, was referencing something. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah, of yeah. Our yeah. Recent, uh, yeah, episodes. yeah. This is like I said. I mean,
0: I'm I'm really racking my brain for what was, and all I can think of is, um, it was we were still doing baggy stuff. They were doing things like Tommy Hilfiger and and Calvin Klein were still really popular uh the baggy puffy coats um like the 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 fucking Oakley sunglasses stuff like that <laughs> right. uh chains puka shell necklaces stuff like that but nothing like what you're describing yeah mm-hmm. like what you're describing sounds the the only point of reference i have is i feel like i played like like either one of the early grand theft autos or one of those other rockstar games where like that character appears and it's supposed to be a point of reference but to a <laughs> you know 14 year old in carmel indiana it's just mm-hmm. sort of like why, why does he talk like screen that screen guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like like there's no actual uh you know animations of them but they're like this is painting like a drawing of them on yeah, you know yeah. in the loading screen or whatever yeah that kind of thing
1: so i should explain how like uk garage emerges mm-hmm. and actually that there, there is kind of some american roots to it um so there there's uh i won't get too into the weeds of like the production process because i frankly have always prised myself prided myself as a music journalist in not really understanding that stuff too well mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't right. be a musicologist like the culture around it's always much more interesting right mm. um but there is there is like within the kind of us dance canon um a series of dj's who i guess spring off from house and i think that's where the name comes from is that this right, kind of okay. like sort of slightly daft but all genre naming is like pretty daft it's like oh this mm. is like an adjunct to the genre that already exists. Mm. Or do you have an extra Is house? Anyway related to like Paradise Garage and stuff like that, because that was uh, the thing in New York. That makes sense. But yeah. I maybe don't, that's, <laughs> that,
0: that's later. I wanna say that's eighties, like early 80s mm-hmm. into early eighties into early nineties. But like when you'll you'll hear about bands either it was sort of like uh, like a venue that just had this kind of like storied history, like um, like Le Bambouche in Paris or something like that. Like one of these places That's like was just a scene place, but mm. it like it wasn't Studio Fifty Four caliber kind of thing. But yes. like just because a lot of bands were there, but I don't it's know a ton about, about it. Lot. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you certainly get. So you get DJs like Todd Edwards, Todd the God.
0: What the fuck? I listened to a Todd the God, Do- Todd the God Edwards song this morning with no fucking idea.
1: Yeah, you weren't I, expecting I, me to bring I him up. I somehow
0: <laughs> logged into my old Spotify or my old SoundCloud. And I had two liked songs, and mm. one of them was by a band on DFA Records that's American, <laughs> and the other was some random band, and this whole song only had a thousand plays, but it was like, oh, it was a British radio station doing, Uh-oh. like, like, like overtalk, and the guy's like, oh, have you got your song remixed by Todd the God Edwards? Of course we're going to play it. And I, I was <laughs> like, mm-hmm. who
1: okay he's such a sweet character like he you know we're going to talk about some slightly shadier characters and the like halo of like crime and violence that did unfortunately like swirl around aspects of the uk garage scene but todd edwards like i think for garage fans will forever be pictured in his debut london show 2003 in romford he's never played in the uk before and the smile on his sweet, chubby face as he wears his Jesus Loves UK Garage shirt. So he's like he was a born-again Christian at this point. Right. His two passions, God and UK Garage. Um, and Romford and he, could cure you of both. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Well, what happened on this occasion was so much more lovelier, though. So he he just has no idea how big his tunes are in the UK. The internet mm. is young. There's not really any way of finding out, right? Yeah. But they But they are being... Like enterprising UK record labels have been shipping over tunes by by Todd Edwards remixes by Todd Edwards and selling them over here, mm-hmm. um, and then Todd turns up for his debut London show in 2003, which is really the the end of the Garage era. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. had an afterlife, um, a significant one, but you know the pri- the sort of prime period was really sort of 90. 90- Seven to 2003 because mm-hmm. um, craig david born to do it is like what 2001 yeah i think that's right yeah 2000 2001 is the like chart moment where it's yeah, really, peak yeah. It becoming like completely mainstream yeah yeah exactly okay. exactly but yeah todd edwards plays this this uh the first the, there's this video which i you know I'll, I'll give you to you guys to share on the socials and stuff because it is just beautiful he plays the opening song And the crowd goes absolutely nuts, calls for a rewind, which is a critical part of UK Garage culture (laughs) and infrastructure. Anyone Um, who's listened to Craig David will know. Yeah, exactly. Um, It is... uh, it's probably worth explaining for people who don't know what it is. Uh, if a track is uh, so well received by the crowd that they are just screaming and yelling for more, the track is rewound to the beginning in a kind of way, um, amidst a lot of like cheers, and then played again from the start. It comes out of sound system culture in Jamaica, and there is you it's know, like like the jog wheel the or practically the record in the olden days. You're literally winding it back yeah. to and to the
0: start point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. As
1: I think, yeah, there's a. There's a T-shirt that's quite popular in the dance scene which says like if it's nice we play it twice, which is mm. yeah. So that's and which yep, I think seen it. I have
0: either seen it in the wild or seen it in sort of like borrowed nostalgia marketing on Instagram that I get because I'm yeah.
1: just the right age for that sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, his tune gets rewound. He doesn't. Todd Edwards doesn't know what a rewind is, <laughs> uh,
0: but like, but all of the he's UK guys he's being kicked yeah,
1: off. Yeah, he's he's like he's sort of grinning like like a you know from ear to ear, but. He he's very confused as to what's happening as his mm-hmm. record is rewound for him and it's played again amidst this just absolutely rapturous reception. It was the beginning of a, you know, long and lasting love affair. He's since renounced God, I believe, but he's still into UK Garage. So he's, he's chosen <laughs> the better. 1-0 to UK Garage. <laughs> yeah. Romford yeah. wins this round.
0: <laughs> take, take that, God. <laughs>